Welcome back to another episode of Unseasoned. I'm Days, joined with Alana and Kayvon. Kayvon? What's up, everybody? Hey, thanks for having me on this. It's good to have you I'm here. so excited. I'm excited to be back, honestly. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been in the studio. I walked in here, I was like, ooh, it smells the same. <laughs> yeah, they just have construction like, oh. at the front, making a lot, you know bigger and better yeah but. i got bit by a mosquito when i came in so yeah. oh <laughs> i'm a little salty right now but it's fine you just you just came back yeah I, ju- I just came back like a few days ago oh by the way i was in europe guys oh you gotta tell oh, us that's about where that. i was now you, you got gotta where in europe i like travel or whatever <laughs> travel a while whatever was that all for like the first i don't know first is it half of quarter the summer? of summer third it's like third are we doing by trimesters now maybe Okay, I can do that. first third of the summer. Um, yeah, I was in Europe. I traveled around, had a uh, near death experience. Oh my okay. goodness! Um, but I'm back. I'm here. Okay. Um, you know, things happen. You lose. You lose your phone. Mm. Um, it's a very sad loss in my life. Uh, but yeah, I went to the Con Film Can Con. Can I think it's Can Can the Film Festival. Festival. <laughs> you saw so many stars, didn't you? I um, I, I I walked the same red carpet as Bella Hadid. Like wow. we were like inches wow. away from each other. It was really like, oh no, that's not even crazy, guys. I was like almost face to face with like Michael B. Jordan. That was crazy. <gasps> no and my friend was like, that's him. And I was like, oh my god. I was like trying to. I was like, oh my god. And I couldn't like get my thumbs to work at the same time. <laughs> so all I have is like a picture of me trying to get a picture of him walking away. It was oh. really sad. I mean, that's something. That's yeah. more than what most. Yeah, he looked good in his suit though. Uh-huh. He looks good in person. So if anyone was wondering. It's, like, mm-hmm. consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was really exciting. I saw, like, 30 movies uh, in a week. Mm-hmm. They were all good. Well, okay. one of them was bad, but, like, oh. you can't help that. Uh, <laughs> so but it was really, really cool experience. That sounds like a great experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dang. I've always wanted to go to that festival. You should go. I can't it's say lit. it right either. Can you guys hear me, by the way? Because I can't hear me. If you can hear me, I'm fine. All right. Okay, yeah, I can't hear myself either. We all out here. We out here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was really. Oh, wait! I'm now back. I went out. It well, feels I'm, like I'm back I like. <laughs> it feels like when you're on spot. a flight and your ears like pop. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, geez, yeah. yeah. Wait, now I wait, think you... my mic. I think <laughs> I can hear you. Do, do I you, can't uh, hear me. Do you lose your effectiveness if you can't I hear think yourself? So. <laughs> it's like wait, when I take okay off my glasses and all of a sudden I can't hear. Oh, it's fine. Okay, we should keep this part in. The blooper. This is unseasoned, uncut, literally like. Try to laugh. Raw. <laughs> Refrigerator. I'm dead. I'm dead. Well, um, I'm glad that you're alive and you're well yeah. and all of that good things. I'm sorry about your phone. That's it's a hard fine. conversation. It's to a have. it's a story for next time. We'll save that for next episode. Mm. I got some tales. You guys need to just have days as the guests. I, 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 I would I would tune in. <laughs> like, so I what would happened? tune in. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> y'all. Um, what have y'all been up to? What's up, y'all? Well, What's I've been up? here. I did, um, right now I'm doing a lot of research. I'm working at the law school and I'm also Ooh, working. You smart. Yeah. You know, I try. Um, <laughs> it's a whole nother thing. Like, o- over the summer at the law school, so, like, it's very odd. Because really? it's either, because it's either law school students or, like, much older very professional like established like, like, yeah people ooh. that like only go in there to speak for like an hour and leave and so I'm like <laughs> in the, I'm, I'm like I'm not either one of those people so <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, just here hi y'all yeah but um I've been looking forward to all of the movies that are coming out this summer yes. um Deadpool 2 Incredibles 2 this is gonna sound really bad like the festival is great now but I'm just so excited for regular movies <laughs> 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 like I saw Incredibles 2 and I was like yes no. like I haven't seen it yet. <gasps> have still, you seen it? I still have to see it's that. So That's good. all. I have to see Deadpool too. I mm-hmm. have to see inc- all the things you just said. Mm-hmm. I gotta see them. Y'all, y'all gotta see it. Incredibles too. Like Jack, Jack is like <laughs> the love of my life. I, I want to see. I want to see that. I want to see Ocean's Eight. Oh yeah. Um, Wait, come Rihanna's see Ocean's Eight. Yes. 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 Come see Ocean's Eight with me. Okay. Lit. Lit. <laughs> Done. Plans. Plans. <laughs> um, Wear my yeah. fifty lip gloss to the Fenty movie. <laughs> Without my 50 music. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Love you, Rihanna. Um, yes. But yeah, so what what have you been up? That's pretty much what I've been up to. What have you been up to, Kayvon? Man, I've been in the transition mode between being a college student and being a working professional. Mm-hmm. I'm in the very fortunate uh, bubble of time that I have to, to just kind of do what I want before yeah. I start. So it's been a lot of the boring stuff, like picking where I'm going to live, uh, finalizing all those logistics, how I'm exactly going to move out there. Um, Where are you moving to? San Francisco. Ooh, that's yeah, lit. Got to head to Cali. Um, going to do some fun stuff out there. But but I, I start 
I start out there July 23rd. So I'm actually moving out there like less than a month. I'm moving out there July 11th. Wow. Um, That's so soon. Yeah, yeah. So doing that, but I've been, been staying busy with some, some projects too. Been making some music, been working on some other content outside of the realm of music, and just been working on developing myself. I've been getting in touch with some coaches and some mentors to find out how can I be better and just I like working that. on that. I like that. That's Betterment. Cool. It's the summer of improvement. San Francisco's lit. San Francisco's like, lit. That's, so much fun. I had the best burrito I had in my time. Oh, my <laughs> San Francisco. goodness. Don't get me started the on food San out there? Yes. Crazy. I mean, look. Crazy. It's the... It's the heart of tech right now, and that's is, that's yeah. why I'm going. I'm going there to to be at the heart of tech, and I got a really neat role out there that I get to where I get to embrace that love for tech and create things that are going to affect a lot of people. So that's it's awesome. a great place to be as a creator to get into my tech passion, and also where where better than California to per, to pursue creative passions too. So as a, as an artist, so yeah, because yeah, you're like right next door to LA, basically, or close enough to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like an hour-long flight. Yeah. It's like a train ride here to New York, Yeah, you know? So it's the same concept. Yeah, so I'll be, And that's a cheap flight, too, if it you is. get it ahead of time. Cheaper than the Amtrak around here, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you ain't got to tell me nothing. I'm from <laughs> D.C. So, so I'll, be, I'll be in L.A. a lot. I got some plans lined up for some fun stuff and exciting stuff I'm doing out there, too. Great. I'm it. so excited. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll ask you a couple more questions about you and about your music and about um, next steps, what you have planned, and also a quick flash round with a couple questions that I personally have. You don't get to know Kayvon, (laughs) y'all. Get excited. Let's take a break. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Look, my stage name is Kayvon Music. When I perform, I lose it. I'm on tour now, it's stupid. They all asking me where you been. Well, I've been up at UPenn. I performed at the UN. Got a hundred thousand views on my video to prove that I'm good at what I'm doing. But that's not all I'm doing. Got a clothing line too. I won't believe what it's including. Shirts, hats, shoes, and hoodies fitting loose. And my tech startup got a quarter million brewing. But honestly, my only policy is no apologies. And modesty for privilege honor me. Fight inequality. Grew up in the hood anomaly. I shopped at Dollar Tree. Mama taught me. That I'm special, I am of a higher breed Got a dire need to be inspiring And every time I meet a person here She says you're the coolest I have seen But here's the thing I would never call myself the elite See, I believe democracy Fight against the snobbery Got a boss at work She always trying to touch my primer meat I said I'm rare She said well done when you retiring I said I don't know but why the hell <laughs> I really was Somehow I That's was like Dave's doing pretty well For I had to keep talking I was like If I stop It's gonna come out You were really You know You made it look like <laughs> You probably sound Perfectly fine too yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know you were sick Well I know <laughs> Yeah I talked to my boss At the office She's like You okay I'm like yeah I just have to talk really fast Or I'm gonna <laughs> mm. Alright I was gonna say Is that gonna be in it what what just happened? What, what we just recorded? Honestly, we should have a a bloopers. In the I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm just. I have no idea. I'm you know just, what? We should usually take we it. take it out, but we can keep. You it. know what we should do? We should take all the bloopers moments from the season and just have an episode. Oh, oh yeah. that would be that would be amazing. <laughs> just so like they really are that stupid. We're like yes. the ones from Payday. Yo, stop! No, we're not gonna talk about. Why that. were we here in the middle of the day? <laughs> we like, legit left head. Wait, left heyday. We were right here. I wanna, oh, I'll That's tell you after. We sounded like, great on the podcast. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was real risky, considering how we were acting all a heyday. I was like, I was in the studio, like, oh my god. I was like, guys, we gotta go. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm never getting What's employed. What? I was like, we got a studio. Oh no. <laughs> you need to have her on the podcast. <laughs> she do it. I, I gotta talk to Amy. <laughs> like A L A. Okay, I'm stop. <laughs> Amy G. <laughs> Unseasoned. Unseasoned. <laughs> I know she listens. I know <laughs> she listens. After she the first episode, when we were like, hey, yo, Amy, what's good? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> she plays this in her morning yoga session. Mm, mm-hmm. On her way to and from New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right at it. And we're back. Um, so, you are a recent graduate of Penn. Can you talk a little bit about your experience and um, just any advice you may have, any things you've learned on the journey through four years of being here yeah absolutely i'll I'll try to be brief and if you got other questions throw them at me um and and thanks for having me again this is dope i'm yeah. excited to be here this We're is excited exciting. to have you well thanks it's mutual um but yeah so 
Yeah, I feel like I'm on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mic. We've, got, we've yeah. gotten that before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, hey, it's it's a real feeling. Um, but yeah, so Penn. To summarize how it was when I got there, it was so new and it was so unexpected to uh, for me to even be there to end up there. It was really unlikely for somebody coming from where I came from, but. I was fortunate and I was able to um, somehow sneak myself into a spot here. <laughs> and as I went through it, I realized the, um, the the stark differences between kids who came from my background mm-hmm. and the majority of the kids here. Now, I'm not the only guy who had a like a story like mine from here. There's obviously other kids who, who uh, you know, also came from a lot of hardship, and that's why I got a lot of respect for them. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids who came from even worse, you know, a lot of respect for them too. Um, but the reality is Penn's a very privileged institution with a lot of very privileged people. So um, getting here in, in the midst of all that was a tough transition. But uh, after having some really tough and dull moments, I kind of hit this transformation at the end of my freshman year, transition to the... But and like beginning a sophomore year, I hit this transformation where I realized that first of all, um, as rough as I had it, I've also had it better than a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. It was the first time I was able to acknowledge my privilege in, mm-hmm. in so many ways that I had it. And and that was really empowering and conscious. Um, but the, the other piece was that all the things that made me different that I thought made it were a disadvantage to me, um, I started to embrace them as my advantage, yeah. my adversity, my perspective, just my whole story and experience. That was my advantage. And I loved making music, but the fr- that was the first time I realized why I liked it. Mm-hmm. And that was because I wanted to inspire people who either came from a similar background or have similar goals. It's really music for anybody to bring crowds together who are different um, and build something beautiful out, out of the world. So when, once I realized that, everything started getting better. It became my outlet to express all those things that I was going through. Um, and I, I thought about more of the mission than the product. And the mission was, like I said, being that voice, being that mess, being that messenger. And so that allowed me to emerge beyond just music. So that's when I started putting out clothes and started uh, working on a lot more tech projects and just started trying to reach people in all these different ways of creating things and working with other people and other very talented people I met at Penn. And then uh, fast forward a few years, met a lot of people, got to do a lot of great things and make a lot of big mistakes uh, to make me who I became. Um, And then when it was all said and done, I looked back and the music was great. Uh, the relationships I built were great. Just everything I learned and 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 uh, was was awesome, and put myself in a position where now, on my way to San Francisco, where I'll be working in tech uh, as a product manager at Facebook, um, I'm going to be doing that, and and that was really exciting because it broke broke me out of the box of just mm-hmm. being like an artistic creative, exactly, and allowed yeah. me to be just a general overall creative. And I'm going to a company where um, they affect a lot of people. A lot of people, and as we all know, they're going through a lot of, uh, you know, some rough patches yeah. with what we hear about them. So it's an exciting time to be there. And the last thing I'll say on that is one of my biggest growth, one of my biggest areas of growth at Penn was at the beginning, I thought it was all about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really selfish in that way. And ego got in the way of a lot of things, had, had arrogance about me. It was confident, and it's good to an extent, but I was, I think, confident to a fault, to the point of arrogance. But I think where I grew... Um, was realizing that this whole thing is not about me. It's about the people I'm trying to reach. It's about the change that I want to help spark. I'm just a player in this whole thing. I'm not the, you know, I'm not the center of attention. I don't want to be. And I think one of the powerful things of going into the situation I'm walking into in San Francisco is I can say, where I'm walking into, you guys are my priority, mm-hmm. right? What I'm doing, I'm going to learn. I'm going to contribute every everywhere I can, every way that you want me to, and the reason why you hired me and wanted to bring me on. But at the end of the day. Uh, I'm a team player, and I'm I'm here to 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 enhance the people around me. Exactly. Um, so that's Penn. Uh, yeah. And then the the words I'd have for people going through it is I'll try to not say anything that I've already put out online. You know, like an exclusive, unseasoned piece of advice. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, maybe just along the lines of what I was just saying is that what you do is not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about the people you're affecting. It's a very empty life when you're just trying to fulfill yourself. Um, but it's a lot more meaningful when when it's about the people who 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 are around you. I, I would say that the most rewarding experiences at Penn were ways that I was there for other people, whether it was my mentors or my mentees or just my friends or whoever. Um, 
that's what was the spark and, and, and allowed me to be who I really wanted to be. So I would tell anybody at Penn, or if, even if you're listening to this and you're not a Penn kid, um, it's about what you create for the world around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I really like about that, or several things about that, is one, you never stop learning. And mm. you like, I like that you pride yourself in continuing to learn. But I also like that, and I think this is, as someone who also has come from a family that's faced its own hardships, I like that you allow yourself to make mistakes and grow from your mistakes. Mm. I feel like sometimes when people come from hardship and then they make a mistake, they feel as if they're not allowed to do that or they don't have mm. the room to do that. And it's very important to allow yourself the space to grow. And to understand that you are growing, even right. though you are young and you're dealing with these things that some people, like you said, have privilege to never deal with and never will. And so they don't really yeah. understand how to help you. And also reaching out and finding resources to do that. So I think that's really cool. Well, I appreciate I that. that. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there's this, there's this term of this concept of plasticity mm-hmm. that I've been learning about lately. Uh, talking to my friend Catherine yesterday and going through this forum that I was just at. But this, this concept of plasticity where uh, so many of us, we approach things as if, our life is full and we have all the experience that we need to get us through everything else in this life and and we're so resistant to learning and change and growth and I've been guilty of that in the past and one of the most empowering things is to just be at a place where you could start from scratch, Mm -hmm. blank slate and just say, I don't have all the answers and I'm here to learn, I'm here to grow and I think this is my summer and just my the start of my life where that's going to be my central way of approaching things. The fact that I have no default approach exactly this this idea that uh, i might not know what's best i probably don't know what's best and i'm here to learn and, and create something and open up a whole new realm of possibility yeah so thanks for saying that yeah of course and how are you able to still stay so positive even throughout um throughout throughout that and throughout your journey because you know i think a lot of people look back at their time at Penn or they're going through Penn now and they're still at this sort of at this confusion where they're like i don't know you know where I'm going to be in five years, or I don't know, like, what I'm going to, like, I don't know what my destiny or what my career is going to be, but I'm just sort of almost trying out different different things, different experiences. How do you, how are you able to still stay positive throughout that, even though that's also a time when a lot of people tend to struggle, a lot of people tend right. to sort of face, you know, adversity, may not think that they're able to overcome things. Mm. I also kind of want to add on to that, like, specifically creatives, especially since, like, you are going to the tech space, but you... Would you call yourself a creative? Absolutely. So how do you deal with that and being creative and also having that added pressure of like, if I put out stuff, will people like it? Is this good stuff? Is it worth putting out? Mm. Et cetera. But basically the same question. Great. No, great, great question um, and questions. I'm, I'll, I'll address them separately. So the, the first one, I would say that, look, f- I fully acknowledge Penn is not an easy place to go through for anybody. Everybody's got their own adversity. Everybody's got their own truth. I don't care what you came from. You know, we all have our own set, sets of baggage. I think that's very relatable. Um, and I I agree that Penn becomes difficult because of all the uncertainty that you just mentioned, you know, not knowing what, what this is really going to do for you or, 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 or what's next. But I think that's actually the, the heart of where where one can stay so positive, to answer your question, is to just be comfortable with that uncertainty. Uncertainty is miraculous, if you think about it. Um, at least I think, because if we all knew exactly where we were going to be every single moment, that's a pretty boring life. And what I've found in, in, my, in my truth and my experience is that what, the way things really worked out is a lot better than how I would have wanted them to work out years ago. You know, what I was saying was my hope. Um, so I think the biggest piece in, in the context of what you were saying is, that, is, is this, this idea of being comfortable with uncertainty. Um, so many of us have this five-year plan, 10-year plan, 15-year plan, but if you ask people that their five-year, 10-year, 15-year plan worked out, if you ask them that on the back end, most of the time they'll tell you that's not how it happened, but they're still, you know, but a lot of those people who say that are still very fulfilled, or they'll say the fact that I put it off for five, 10 years got me in a habit of putting things off, and I actually never really did it. Um, the COO of Facebook, Sheryl uh, Sandberg, said, if I had a five, ten year plan when I was in high school, I wouldn't be where I am now because Mark Zuckerberg was in elementary school. That's <laughs> crazy. Wait, that's <laughs> so crazy, wild. right? That's really wild. <laughs> you just never know. You just never know. And I'm learning that. You, a year ago, I wouldn't think I'm going to work as a product manager at Facebook. I would have never thought that. It was just, it wasn't in my realm of possibility, and that's okay. So, I, yeah, just to you know, and I'll and I'll end on to that question on saying. 
the the comfort with uncertainty allows you to live in the now. And 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 so many things are going on, especially at a place like Penn. Mm-hmm. At Penn, it's literally a universe between 30th Street and 40th Street. Mm-hmm. And so at Penn, it's, it's a it's a tough spot to be in because it's very easy for us to lose perspective. But when we realize mm-hmm. how much access to resources and people and opportunity we have here, it's like anything you want to do, you can find uh, a program or an activity or an institution or a person like an alumnus or somebody here who has access to that, mm-hmm. you know? If I wanted to get in touch with John Legend, I could. Mm-hmm. There's people here it's, who know him. It's actually so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was telling me that. I was like, that's really crazy. And, and it's like <laughs> that for a lot of people. Is, uh, email away. No, seriously. So all these people are. And, yeah. and they see these things. They see the email. They might not always respond, but they will eventually. So that's the thing. Be comfortable in the now and do what it is that you love. At least how I stay positive is, what do I want to learn right now? What do mm-hmm. I want to do? What do I Not specifically what role I want to have or what institution i want to be a part of or who i want to hire me that stuff isn't important these uh human-made things are not important what's Mm -hmm. important is what do you want to learn how to do what do you want to create how do you want to give back um um, and how do you want to be fulfilled yourself and i think when you do things like that and you build the right skills regardless of if you get what you wanted to get in that like five years of uncertainty or whatever if you have skills you're going to be in high demand you know, people want us because we can add something, exactly. add some type of value. So that's what I say to that. Um, what was the other part of the question? Oh, I was just talking on? about speaking more to how do you stay, I guess, positive and on your stuff when it comes to being a creative. Like, mm. how do you stop, like, psyching yourself out more or less? Yeah. That's particularly tough. And I and I found a lot of people, and this isn't just a pen thing, this is a broad issue with creatives, is we get so bogged down in everything being exactly right that if it's not, we don't put it out. And so you find all these people who want to be creatives coming into here mm-hmm. and then they stop making music or they stop uh, making whatever their art is, whatever their creative creativity is. They don't do it because of like what you said, everybody's so scared or not, maybe not scared, but just cautious about putting things out. You know, will the world like it? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but one of the most empowering things I found as a creative was that creativity and, and, and expression is not necessarily about how it's received on the other end. It's about your expression. That's why it's creative expression. So I actually found it empowering to uh, to detach myself from this idea of wanting my livelihood to depend on one specific source of creativity, right? When I was coming in into here, into Penn, I was like, I want to be a rapper, right? And that's that's what I want to be. I want to do that for a living mm-hmm. but that's empty because if it works great but if it doesn't work then i'm i'm empty i feel like i failed but if instead my idea is i want to make a living expressing a powerful message or exp- expressing some whatever the goal of my art is uh, now i'm speaking for anybody who's listening and who's a creative i want to express this for a living then you open up the, I keep using the word possibility, but then you open up possibilities beyond what that specific source of art is because it can be that, but then you could be like, oh, what if I try this? What if I try that? And then empower yourself to get to a point where if that creative expression art form works out, you're good. You've been working on that for years. You never stopped because you were never worried. But if people don't receive it the way you want them to receive it, that's fine because you've been channeling that into all these other different things you had the opportunity to get your hands on mm-hmm. and now you're somebody who... Is fulfilled in the self and in, in, in the in the self well being, but you're also uh, one who can add value to other people. Mm. I like that. Ooh. Might have to. I feel good now. Jot down some notes. I'm gonna go <laughs> do something. <laughs> Take a yeah. photograph or something. I do it. <laughs> no, I do Hold it. Hold an Another thing, creatives have mm-hmm. no idea of is how many people their stuff is actually reaching. Like that's would, so true. Isn't that real? That's you real never true. know who really listened to your stuff. You never know who really saw your photograph. You just never. But people are seeing it, and you have no idea that they're, yep. that they're seeing it. I mean, I'm fans of artists who I don't follow on Instagram. Who I don't, you know, they have no idea I exist, but I listen to them every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would say that. Yeah. Even like just people who listen to the podcast. Shout out to y'all. But like, yeah. they're are. like, oh yeah, I listen. They were like, <laughs> some people are like, yeah, I listen and, and I and I like and I should de- like you guys should definitely keep it up. Blah blah. blah. I'm yeah. like you. You like you, yeah. like, or like people who so aren't I, even like coworkers with my mom, but in the same building, be like, oh yeah, yeah. I listen to your daughter's podcast. I'm like, 
What? <laughs> That's awesome. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Wild times. But it, yeah. It reaches people. It does. So keep mm-hmm. doing it. And also, the longer it's out, the more people will see it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. by default. Like, exactly. you can't, you know. Can't take it back once it's on the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> and even if you're just changing one life, you change something. That's that's, mm, that's somebody's yeah. life. That everybody's so caught up in reaching millions, and hopefully you guys get somebody who's actually famous, not just a pen guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, one day you'll get like somebody who's actually legit, and you'll get a he's ton saying of views. That, that he's gonna to... blow up. We go like, ah, we had it first. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, but you know, then you'd see that. But you know, even if I don't care, you know, maybe maybe a lot of people see this, maybe a lot of people don't, or a lot of people hear this, or maybe they don't. But regardless. Whoever does, if they're moved by you, you guys have done your job. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's and the only thing. That's life changing. Just make people happy and maybe make people do yeah. something. <laughs> Even if you just make one person feel good, you're like, I feel good about myself. Now, like, so. You were listening to me. Like, yeah. like I, I don't day. even want to listen to myself sometimes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like my voice? <laughs> um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you spoke on creative expression. I want to talk about that specifically through your music, but by way of... Um, your ideas for your songs and your ideas for how you want those songs to be um, visualized. Yeah, yeah. visualized in music videos and things like that. What um, would you say is the process for those two avenues? And are they sort of the same? Or do you think about the music video when you are making the song? Or is it something else? That's a great question. There are definitely two different processes for me. Um, the music itself is just, it comes out of nowhere. Um, I'll be so so what I do is I every time I think of like a concept of a song or a particular line or a verse like if something's just coming to me I just write it all down and I have a document on my uh, on my on my like drive that's uh, that's uh, like literally <laughs> you wouldn't believe me but it's like hundreds of pages long of concepts and lines and it's so scattered I mean it doesn't come together at all mm-hmm. it's just there Mm-hmm. Every time, even when I just have a thought, I like journal a lot. So everything that's in here, I always put it out here because we forget things all the time yeah, without you can even lose realizing. It really easily. Yeah. yeah, like if I think of a melody, I get in my voice recording on the phone and I just like sing it. Like I'll be walking on the street like this. No way he's talking to somebody. He's not listening. <laughs> so I'll just do that. Um, but yeah, so I put it all somewhere, and then if. You know, one of the producers who I work with, which, by the way, shout out to them. Shout out to Waz. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to uh, Nische. Shout out to... Oh, there's so many people. And if I didn't just mention you, you're going to get it in another interview or in a song or whatever. But these people are... Bart, these people are so talented, man. They Everybody on my team that I work with, uh, just everybody who I partner with is just so much more talented than I am. I'm just lucky <laughs> to find them uh, and, and eager to work with them. That's the only reason. Uh, that I have any success, but yeah. So uh, I was so then I I like have all these ideas and concepts, and then I listen. Like I'll have like beats on me or something, and I listen to beats. And usually in my head, I like marry the two together. I'll be like, oh wow, that like that you know four bars I wrote right there would really go well on this beat. I I write it on the beat and then I change it and I add more and it just comes to me. And then I'm in the flow and I can't really explain mm-hmm. that. Then I'm just then I'm just creating. Yeah. Um, uh, other times I don't have the beat I just come up with literally an entire verse and I gotta find a beat that matches it or it's just so unique and different from the hundreds of beats I have you know from the producers I work with that I'm like let's hit the studio and create something new from scratch one of the things I'm working on is to become like a better engineer and producer on my own but um, right now the extent of my production is just like conceptually being like mm-hmm. alright I want this chord progression and I'll yeah. sing it and I want this instrument but really I'm very basic and then all these super talented guys I work with will be like oh this would sound good and you know they mix it blah blah yeah. blah it's They're, good to know what you want though because sometimes people are like I just want this and like so how do I work with that right like, yeah and I've learned that from from the producers like they hate that mm-hmm. they hate when people like just make it sound good mm-hmm. everyone hates that everybody hates it's like that. make me look good it's like, make me do, it's like no <laughs> what no, do you want what do you want so no so so that's like the song creation part um, and what I'm writing, it could be anything. I could be driving. I could be thinking about an experience. I could just be feeling really good and like want to express that something could have happened. I want to recall the story. So it could be anything. But once the song is done, then I think about the visual, the mm-hmm. visualization and um, of 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 that message. And the reason I do that, um, and there's no right or wrong way, obviously. But the reason I do that is because when I make a song, and then when I listen to a song, and then I. F- 
see how people respond to a song, I start interpreting the song so so much. Uh, like the, my interpretation of the song changes mm-hmm. because of how the community has responded to the song and because of how I how I responded to the song on the other side. And then I get ideas. I'm like, wow, how can I? This already has all these meanings that I've heard from people. Maybe I could construct a visual from that. Or what if there's a whole new interpretation that we're not thinking about that we can make the video all about mm-hmm. and create like a, literally a whole new world for the song? Um, and that's my, my visual process. And then, like, uh, and then we go at it. Now, from a creative standpoint, I would make a video for every song. From a budget standpoint, that's impossible. <laughs> like, so every yeah. one of five? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why I don't have that many videos online for my music. But I will say that I'm very comfortable with my process of doing it because I love the videos that I do have. Um, and like a song like Ray's, uh, and it, that one did particularly well online. Um, and I think the reason is because you listen to that song and it's very electronic. It's very like, uh, it's, it's, it's like me really sh- shining in all my strengths. At the time, I mean, that was like two years ago, so I'm a lot better now than I was then. But the reason why the song did well is because it's a strong exhibition of my strengths and my producer's strengths, at least that producer was the strengths, uh, and, my, and my engineer, Alex Berry. Um, it's a strong uh, demonstration of that. But at the same time, the video, which I did with Sam Cowan and his team. Um, it was a good video. Yeah. And, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah the, the reason why that video is so good is because like that interpretation like I, I had like the idea of like you know a person and people representing that person um and that and then sam kind of took it to the next level with a lot of the stuff he incorporated in there but it stays true to the message of the song but it's something so new and different that people watch the video and they're like first of all it's probably the first time they hear the song because the video is just so good but if they've heard the song before they're like wow this gives me a whole new like interpretation of the song now mm-hmm. i like it even more mm-hmm. so that that's what that's what I, how I'd answer that. I like that the most. Like I watch music videos all the time. Like I'm still one yeah. of those people who like if there's a music video of a song that I like, I will want to see it. If and the if the video isn't good, it ruins yeah. the song for me. Or if it's completely different from what I thought, then it, that like, also is like oh like now I know where the artist was coming from a little bit more. Yeah. Like you know what I thought was literal might not have been. Like yeah, it's, exactly, it's stuff exactly. like that. And so. Plus, you know I love music and movies, so like that's like so the music best videos. of both worlds. <laughs> like, oh yes! <laughs> so like, if it's really good, I'm like, you have to see this. And that, I'm like, you know, this album wasn't really that good anyway. That's good. <laughs> like, that's all right. It's that's okay. all right. I'm a harsh critic though. Um, so last question because we want to get to the flash round. That's what the people. Oh, so we're almost to. done. Uh, more or less. Okay. More or less. More or less. All right. Um, what's next for you? I know you're going to work at Facebook. Yeah. That's exciting, but. What about music? What happens? What happens next? Where are you going? What are you going to do? Well, I'm no Jay Z, but think Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, I let's, can see where you're going. Next. Yeah, yeah. Let Let's get into that context. Um, actually, I don't know if y'all listened to the album he just dropped with Beyonce. I, I just found out this morning it that it's on so Apple Music, good. so I will I'll, swiftly oh, be doing that after this. God. No, it's, I I got a title purely. Purely to I listen refuse. to the album, and then it was right before she decided to like throw it on Apple Music. Yeah, when she decided last week, like I might as well. But yeah, no, I listened to it from start to finish about three times. Was, yeah, I, I think it's great. It's so good, and 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 one of one of my favorite lines in the album, and I don't, I'm gonna mess this up. I don't know the exact, I don't remember the exact line, but Jay Z was saying something like. We measure success by who, how many people are successful around you. Mm. Mm. I like that. That's true. That's so, that's so true. That's so powerful because yeah. that's the thing. So many people want to be successful and they forget about the people who came up with them or who are sitting around yeah. them. It, you know, my sister's out there. Shout out to my sister. Um, and, my, and I'm staying with my brother right outside of Philly. And what would it mean if... I succeeded and they didn't. You didn't bring them up with you. I mean, they they could succeed without me. They don't really that's need also, me. That's also they're, you know, they're they're amazing. But you know, I I certainly better not be standing in the way of their success. Yeah. And if if there is something I could do to 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 give back to them, I better be that person who can mm-hmm. and who will and who who will drop everything to do that. So or at least try. At least try, yeah. right? I mean, do everything I can uh, to be that person. So. Jay Z is talking about that in that song, and I'm like, yo, like that's real. Um, and I just love that he said that. But uh, when I'm saying think Jay Z, um, you know, Jay Z just dropped an album, and he just got announced the creative director and head mm-hmm. of basketball operations for Puma. Mm-hmm. 
Right, so securing Secure. the bag. Oh Would yeah, you <laughs> already have a bag. And no. you want more bags. <laughs> that man is securing so many bags. What, that, that's an inspiration. But the thing that he's doing though is he's leveraging where he's effective as mm-hmm. a cultural icon, and using that to to be effective in that other space where he sees the synergy. And and the thing is, he's already been so effective. He picked up three of the top, at least two of the top players in the upcoming NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Puma hasn't had a basketball athlete in, in 20 years. Forever. In 20 forever. years. They're not even very relevant right now. No. Yeah. Beyond, beyond like the I like Rihanna, Kylie wear, Jenner. You would not know a Puma. You, didn't, you wouldn't know Puma did sports. You'd be like, what? <laughs> like, and, they, and they really didn't. They got out of there yeah. and focused on the creatives. Um, and Adidas pivot is into the creatives now too, which is why yeah. I love them a lot right now. But Puma getting into athletic with somebody like Jay-Z to do the transition. An athletic or a creative person was a lot of influence mm-hmm. in that athletic realm. It's brilliant, and I'm he's excited. already signed uh, two of the biggest, uh, if not three of the biggest athletes uh, coming into the draft. Yeah. And, I mean, you think about how big that is. Those guys easily could have signed with Nike for a big deal. They could have signed with Adidas, Reebok, whoever. So quickly. But he got Puma to get him. Like, could you convince me to wear a Puma instead of a Nike if I'm a, one of the best basketball players in the world? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but, you know, but he did it. So... So that's what I'm doing, and and like what's next for me? There's music ain't going anywhere. Jay Z yeah. just dropped an album, right? He, I right. mean, he's also and he'll he'll he would say the same thing. Like he's toward the end of his musical th- career. He's um he's done a lot more uh, than I ever have <laughs> in music. Obviously, a lot more than anybody has in hip hop. Um, and so and so he's finding a way to be effective. So that that's where I'm at. Okay. Where I'm at is look, Facebook was interested because they said. You have built a holding company. You, you built a multi-pronged business out of your creativity. You've done the music. You've done the fashion. You've done the tech startup. Uh, you've built those things, and you've been, you know, a very effective student. You have been an educator. You know, you teach in high schools, and, and mm-hmm. you know, you're still true to what is important to you. Mm-hmm. So we have no doubts about your ability to be a visionary and execute. And they said. But beyond that transferable skill, which you have, you know, which you could have demonstrated through doing anything, the fact that you did it in music and that influencer realm. Now, I don't have a huge audience, but I do understand the perspective of an influencer just by the nature of what I've done on those platforms. Mm -hmm. And in the interviews, I could speak to how I've leveraged those platforms in my growth how I've fallen short on those platforms and how the platform has fallen short for me and so many other mm-hmm. artists. So they're saying, you could add a lot of perspective for us and we could, and we love that. And the way I'm thinking about it is, sure, I can add a lot of perspective to you guys, but a place like Facebook, they're going to teach me a lot more than I can ever teach exactly, them. Let's yep. be honest. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. So what a, what a great opportunity for me to be there and grow. So so that's what I'll say. I'll say what, what's next for me is to get into that space. And I'm very, very fortunate to be, you know, a product manager at such a young age because that's not and, – and at one of the top tech companies in the world because that's not common. So I'm just fortunate and grateful that that, that worked out. But now I'm in just a very unique position to, to be that person, to learn from everybody around me and, you know, make, make some type of an impact there. And in that process – I don't really know concretely what's well. Let me let me say while I'm there, my my number one priority is going to be that and learning everything I can from that. But you know the whole point of that is to be able to see where that's transferable outside. So 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 getting the creative experience, the leadership experience, the teamwork experience to then be a better creative. And and right now, like you should see my uh, Google Drive right now. It is filled with the vision of what's next in my enterprise and my okay. empire because right now you have music and you know hardly any videos that you see that I'm doing and my posts and my talks I'm giving a lot more talks all over the country now all over the world but um uh, what's next is like <laughs> I'll spill some beans but I mean we're talking about like exclusive <laughs> we're talking about starting blogs we're talking about podcasts we're talking about vi- we're talking about series Mm-hmm. Like like video series, we're talking about TV shows, movies, acting. Like the people who I'm in touch with, that I'm talking to, and the things that I'm writing that ha- nobody has any idea that I'm writing about, but they'll see like <laughs> pop up somewhere. I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, you know, and they, they have no idea I'm behind it. Like I'm low key, right about that stuff because I'm still learning. But wow, like when you know if if you guys are still doing unseasoned or you're off to something else, five years from now we all talk to each other, you're gonna be like, damn. We'd Damn, be old Hollywood it. by then. Be, yeah, yeah. 
He did it. So that that's where I'm at right now. Um, really excited to be there, and and God knows what, what what's coming after that. But I'm just taking. I'm living in the now, I'm taking it one step at a time. I'm excited. Hey. I'm you excited? excited? Yes. <laughs> about five years and be like, see, see? yes. Yeah. Like, by the way, well, I'm excited to see what you guys We're are gonna there. do. I mean, who knows? Oh, I mean, I'm excited too. Y'all mm-hmm. might be, y'all might be on Breakfast Club hosting it. Like, yo, let's bring this Kayvon guy. Y'all might be the reason I mean, everybody hey. knows. Who I am. <laughs> so who knows? I like, I like a bag. <laughs> I mean, I'm bag. not opposed. That to sounds bags. like a pretty nice bag to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even a lie. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say no to no. a bag. I got, <laughs> I got love for Charlemagne, but I get on your show just argue with him all day. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 Honestly, that, that's that's why he's so entertaining. It's a fun argument. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. <laughs> um, we'll be back after a real quick break, and we'll do a flash round. All right, I'm excited. All right. I wish more pen kids were, were like Y'all you know like... making their music. Man, I love Ivy. <laughs> Jermaine. Wait, we should uh, keep this in. <laughs> what, Jermaine makes music. Yes, man. man we Does could've... he? We don't really. Well, know. Yeah. Well, he no, he freestyles. He raps. He should have been he on writes. here. We could have done like uh, Cosmic Kev freestyle, but mm, uh, that would unseasoned. Cool. It's literally unseasoned because you it's just that, a Jermaine? freestyle. I post it, you know, Jermaine, you know, he'll, I mean, I'm not that big, but at least he'll get in front of the pen audience, and you know, that'll you be, that? be big. <laughs> We could have done that. We should take this part out. I just said it to him. We should. <laughs> be like, so like, what we're hey, saying so is. Yo, if you're going to do that, yo, Jermaine, hit me up, man. If, He's if in this California. Is... You'll be like, so well, here you right. go. I'm, I'm on my way. You're sending me to him right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, Jermaine, you gotta, we got to get on these mics and just spit. They can mix it. This is where I recorded with uh, with Karis for the for Yeah, the I heard a lot of vibe, people recording here. The vibe track we did. Oh, I love Eleven. Uh, don't get me started. But, um. Yeah, that performance so. y'all did for Trump was really good. Yeah, people were like, "I love that." I was like, well, "Thanks for you <laughs> made that welcome. happen. You made that. That was all so. deep." <laughs> Anyone's hiring an A and R? I'm your girl. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Employed me. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's get. You want, you wanna... Yeah, I'll bring us back, and um, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna do a flash round real let's quick. Real quick. These are gonna be rapid. All right, one word, like one word type, right? I'm sorry. One word. All right. One word or like one. If you have a very controversial, controversial, <laughs> if you have a very controversial answer, is that how you say it? Controversial. You said it right. Con- you said it right. I feel like I'm, it feels very. Anyway, answer <laughs> that you could explain in 140 characters or less. Like, sure. But like, old school Twitter. Try to old school one Twitter. <laughs> um. All right. Ready? Yes. Let's one do gotta it. go. Kendrick, J. Cole, or Jay Z. Oh, it's wow. <laughs> Wow! No wow. explanation. Damn! All right, I right, start over. Wow. <laughs> keep that in. Keep that reaction. In. Wow. Damn! They hit me with hard. They're not like favorite topping on your pizza. These are. I mean, like, some of these no. are, and then others are. Damn! Aren't. All right, all right. <laughs> let's start over. Hit me with that question. Bro. That was wow. the first one. He was like, nah. <laughs> already done. Yeah, like, nah. I, I want to. Nah. I want to give you an explanation. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go all ahead. right. Kendrick J Cole or Jay Z. Jay Z. What's your favorite seasoning? Old Bay. <laughs> Good answer. Mm. If you go to a concert, would you rather have a standing floor ticket or a GA seat with the chair? Standing floor ticket. All right. If you could have any car, what would it be? <sighs> Customized K-Bomb Mobile. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wasn't a... Come on. <laughs> you said K-Bomb Mobile. You ain't ever seen a K-Bomb Mobile. So it's another what round of you You've thought about this Wait, before. We got to pause. <laughs> what, color is, what color is the K-Bomb Mobile? Oh, man. What color? Mm. It's like a, you can't really explain. Is it like it. a? Is it like a? Is it like a race car type deal? Is it like mm. a truck? What is we it like a no, truck type? It's like a futuristic concept car, oh. race car type thing. It's does like it, a, it's like it a purplish pink thing. Ooh. It doesn't look kind of like, metallic looking. Yeah, it's like oh, shiny. It's shiny and it's like a. Um, it's it's aerodynamically designed to slice mm. through the air. Okay. But it could fit like four or five people in it. That's uh-huh. it. And it's uh, it's really fast, but I don't drive. It's driverless. This man's in the future. (laughs) Thirty eighteen. What's up? What's popping? That's what's happening in California in about (laughs) give it about five, ten years. I just (laughs) probably like five, ten months. Let's be real. I can drive it if I want, but it could just take me where I'm going. It's futuristic type thing, eco friendly. Wow. I'm telling you, I got some ideas. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) That's all I'll give you right now. So, (laughs) all right, all right. Uh, Where are we? All right. Favorite kind of ice cream? Chocolate. East Coast or West Coast? <laughs> West Coast now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite football team? 
Baltimore Ravens. Hey, what's pop this that's right. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm from Baltimore, man. I'm always going <laughs> to represent. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> Fortnite or Overwatch? Fortnite. It's a good day at the gym. Is it leg day or chest day? Oh, it's chest day. The <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely chest day. Oh man, I've been I've been skipping leg legs. day for too long. <laughs> oh man, the I, think... <laughs> I was gonna come for his legs, but I was like, nah, he's fine. He's fine. Oh <laughs> man, don't he's don't fine. come at me like that, man. <laughs> All right, uh, the Carter three or take care. Oh, oh, do that to me. Oh. <laughs> The Carter Three, but I know it's a flash round, but I still love Take Care, man. Mm, but right, but Lil, Wayne, Lil Wayne's probably one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Right. Adidas or Nike? Uh, Adidas. Please, please don't hurt my my. Uh, this one about to hurt my, me. my endorsement uh, potential. But <laughs> right now, I'm wearing a lot of Adidas. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. What's worse, a holding your shirt or a crease shoes? Holding your shirt. That's real. <laughs> and last one, one gotta go. Mac and cheese, fried chicken, or cornbread? <gasps> you could think about this one. Yeah. Take this time. is one that I feel like Get most it. would have to, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hard. I can't say I've ever thought about this question. I can't, I can't live my life without them. Could you imagine? No. But if What's I had. without the other? It, oh. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so. I hate to say it because something has to go though. It would be, it would be cornbread. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> I, I got to keep the carbs off me. I don't want to cry right now, but I get that. <laughs> That's so hard though. I just had mac and cheese at lunch. Mm. Wow, it's a big part of who I am. Wow, <laughs> this has been a very enlightening interview. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel so inspired. I just thought about like a life so without cornbread. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Well, thank Ooh. you so uh, much for stopping by, unseasoned. Um, do you have any last words or where can people find more um Kayvon on social media? Mm. Where can people watch the race video if you haven't already? I wouldn't like I'd be surprised if you haven't, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like we get it. You're busy. Yeah. Maybe you should watch it now. Maybe you should watch it now. Pause this and watch it. <laughs> We'd understand. <laughs> Well, well, what I will say is I think it's funny that y'all let me stop for the fried chicken question, but you didn't let me stop for the take care of Carter 3 question. I think that's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I just think it says a lot about you as a person. And, uh, <laughs> it's true. Other thing I'll say is it's so funny you said those two albums because those are two of my favorite albums of all time and two of my favorite artists of all time. I just bumped them so much. I'm surprised you didn't say them in the J. Cole, Kendrick, uh, Jay-Z question. We'll see, mm. we still, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna answer that question either because that'll be really difficult. <laughs> like, we still got. We got time. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so hard. All those people are some. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta throw Kanye musically. You gotta throw Kanye in there, but uh, but just musically. I don't know. Uh, him. I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't no. know him. No man. <laughs> No, no. Am I? He's, he, we'll never know. Trust me, he's very disownable right now. <laughs> his, his, uh, we'll talk about it I, in a later episode. <laughs> he's one of those guys where I've always agreed with his insight, but I've never, almost never agreed with his takeaway. Yeah. Right? Like, that makes like, Yes. You get that? Yes. You get that? Like he's like he's trying to say something. It's like when you're in lecture and you're like, you're going somewhere, and then they say something racist, and you're like, and you know. <laughs> you you, you, you dropped the like, ball. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And then they keep on talking. You're, you're just like, like oh, you were no. so... Close. You were close. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about Ye right now. Some liberals. But <laughs> All right, sorry. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> and the last thing I'll say uh, about myself um, is, uh, is uh, right now, because this is important for me to, to, to get off my chest, is um, I've been like, for so many years, I've been the, <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll say it like this. One of my friends, Ricky, Ricky, he said to me, Kayvon, you got the juice. You don't got the sauce, but you got the juice. Mm. And I appreciated that. And his definition of the juice was like, you know, you walk in a room and, you know, you you demand your presence. You say what's up. You got your energy, whatever. You're the guy, right? But the sauce is you demand the same amount of respect, if not more, but you don't have to say a word. Mm. You just walk in and everybody knows. Everyone already knows. Yeah. Whereas the juice, you kind of got to talk about it. The, the sauce, you just, you got to have that presence, right? And I'm trying to transition out of being the juice to the sauce. To the sauce. Mm. So one of my, I keep talking about this development thing. You know, I'm working on little things like my posture, how concise I can be, my delivery, my command of a room, 
how I'm understanding where other people are coming from when I'm talking to them, making it less about me. The, you know, I'm taking notes on some of these executives, these entrepreneurs, these bosses. They have that unspeakable sauce factor. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm working on. You know, I can't say things like unspeakable sauce factor. <laughs> right? If, if you want to be a saucy individual. From, from, <laughs> from juice to, uh, to sauce. <laughs> you can't even say that. You just got to, you know. I mean, you got to have it. But I don't, I don't really know the distinctions yet. But So that's that's part of where I'm at right now. So I'm, it's, it's been a lot of fun just growing in that sense. And uh, where to find me? Kayvon, K-A-Y-V-O-N, uh, music.com. It's kayvonmusic.com. It's at Kayvon Music on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Kayvon Asamani. If you just want to Google me and find out a way to get in touch with me, I'm very easy to get in touch with. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever, Kayvon Music, uh, you'll you'll find me. But thanks so much for having me on here. And sorry I was such a pain in, in, in getting here, but y'all are, y'all, no, are really, y'all are really flexible. I mean, I left work, work early with. or whatever, but it's... Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we've been trying to set this up for weeks, but... Y'all, y'all are dope. I listen to what y'all do, and I'm gonna continue. Oh, I'm, and I, I'm, oh, I'm excited. Oh, this heck is another yeah. one. You listen. See, you had no idea I listened, right? <laughs> yeah, tell, yeah. But um, but yeah, and I'm I'm excited for people to hear this too, and and excited to see what you guys do yeah. in, in the future. I'm excited. Right. Yeah. I appreciate you. Just y'all. articulated basically everything I'm like doing. About. This is this is great. Hey, this is lit. <laughs> hey, I appreciate y'all. It's good Tuesday. Seriously. We'd Here's like to, of course, take the time to thank the Kelly Riders House, Zach, Maddie, and you, the listeners, for allowing us to do this. Please be sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes, like and repost on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at, at the Unseason. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sorry. Well, Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at, <laughs> at Unseason Pod and Instagram at the Unseason Podcast. I got those two mixed up. I apologize. Um, and we'll see y'all next week. Wow. Peace. Next episode. <laughs> Sad. I missed this. That was fun. This is fun. That yeah. was fun. Well, thank you guys. That was a lot of fun.